Hey, Hawk fans. This is Hawkeye Talk with Jimmy Hawk. Today, we were talking about the Iowa Hawkeyes' huge win, 13-10 over the Minnesota Golden Gophers. The Hawkeyes were 3-4 just a few weeks ago, now 7-4, 5-3 in the conference. The Hawkeyes have to win next week over Nebraska in Kinnick Stadium at home. And if they do so, they will be going to Indianapolis to play in the Big Ten championship game against either Ohio State or Michigan. Crazy. I mean, who would have even thought of that? Even two weeks ago, we didn't think that was possible. Illinois had Michigan on the ropes today, too. And if Illinois would have won, that likely would have ended the Hawkeyes' hopes. But Illinois couldn't pull it out. Michigan with a field goal with four minutes left to bring the game within one point, and then a field goal at the end of the game to win it. 19 to 17 over the Illini. The Illini have dropped three games in a row. And now it's up to the Hawkeyes. And and under some pressure today, they got it done on the road. And hopefully they can beat the Cornhuskers at home next week and take another trip to Indy. You know, it's going to be a tough game, obviously, if they get there to play Michigan or, or Ohio State. Obviously, just going to be a huge underdog. But you never know. Things happen. Turnovers. Iowa's defense can get things done, and, and the offense has some better things going. They're really passing the ball well today and, and better protection of Spencer Petras. But this game, you know, the way it started out, Minnesota was kind of struggling, punting. Uh, the Hawkeyes, unbelievable first play of the game. Great play call there. Spencer Petras on a, a pass to Sam Laporta, a tight end middle screen for 58 yards, all the way down to the Minnesota 21. The drive really just stalled there, though, and Drew Stevens kicked a 38-yard field goal. The Hawkeyes went up 3 to nothing, and that, that seemed really big. Uh, this was going to be a low-scoring game. And to see the Hawkeyes, you want to see seven, but to see them get on the, on the board first with three points, that was really good. And then Minnesota, three and out with a punt, and the Hawkeyes with a 12-play, 66-yard drive. Caleb Johnson running the ball. Some huge plays by Petrus and Sam Laporta, one on a third and six. A really nice pass by Laporta. And then on fourth and two from the Minnesota 36, really good to see the Hawkeyes going for it there and not trying to, to pin Minnesota you know, inside their 10-yard line. They went for it, and it paid off. Sam Laporta caught a 24-yard pass down to the Minnesota 12-yard line. And then on the next play, a really nicely Nice call there. Caleb Johnson on, took the pitch to the right side, down to the one-yard line, and Spencer Petrus with a quarterback sneak. How many quarterback sneak touchdowns does, does Spencer Petrus have in his career? I, I need to look that up. And so it's 10 to nothing, Hawkeyes, and you're thinking, okay, Iowa's defense is not going to give up more than 10, 13 points. So you got to feel pretty good about how things are going right now up 10 to nothing. Minnesota comes back with a nine-play, 72-yard drive. And, you know, Mo Ibrahim had some, some big plays in that. He was running the ball well. He was starting to get it going. And that freshman quarterback from Minnesota, he had all the time in the world back there. And the Hawkeyes just weren't putting any pressure on him. And he was throwing some nice little passes. He started the game, I think, six of seven uh, passing. He didn't do much later in the game thankfully, uh, but but when he had some time back there, he was throwing some darts, and all of a sudden, it's 10-7, to 7, 
and the Hawkeyes punt, and then it's Minnesota, an 11 play, 73 yard drive. Luckily, the Hawkeyes held, and and Minnesota had to kick a field goal, and they missed it. I mean, it was not a long one either. I believe it was a 34 yard field goal from the Iowa 16 yard line, and so the Hawkeyes did go into the half with a 10 to 7 lead. Well, there were only six points scored in the second half, three by the Hawkeyes and three by the Golden Gophers, and the Hawkeyes punted to start the second half, and then Minnesota was just running the ball, went on a 78-yard drive. Luckily, the Hawkeyes held again and forced Minnesota into field goal. This time they made it, and then it was just punt, punt, punt. But it looked like Minnesota was going to, was going to take this one. I mean, they they went on, I think it was a 16-play, 88, 89-yard drive, something like that. Just unbelievable. Mo Ibrahim, again, just running and running and running. They just kept feeding the beast. But I think he did get a little bit worn out because he got a run for four yards, and he got stood up. Not stood up, but he got hit a couple of times. Jack Campbell got in there. And all of a sudden, Deontay Craig sees the ball laying at his feet. He plops down on it, and it's Iowa ball. And that was at the 13-yard line. It was 10-10 to at that point. Minnesota was going to kick a field goal, go up 13-10, to and put all kinds of stress on the Hawkeyes' offense. Or maybe they were going to get a touchdown. So, I mean, just what a crazy turn of events there. And... The Hawkeyes just came right out, and I think it was two incomplete passes, uh, maybe a pass for, for no yards or something like that, but a quick three and out. And then Minnesota got the ball back and threw an interception. I believe it was Moss got his hand on the ball. It was a third and seven. He tipped the ball right over to Jack Campbell, and Jack Campbell streaks down the field, right down the sideline. He stays in bounds. Cuts it across the field and gets a touchdown. I'm just going crazy. Everybody's going crazy. Uh, where I was watching the game, having a little taco pizza and a couple of bush lights, and people are going nuts. And and you know we we couldn't hear very well what was going on. And all of a sudden the Hawkeye offense is out there and it's still ten to ten. Well, apparently an official blew the whistle or called Campbell out even though the replay showed that he didn't step out, there was a little bit of green between his shoe and the sideline. They couldn't reverse it, I guess. So the Hawkeyes had to go 42 yards, 43 yards to try to get a touchdown. But a field goal would also put them ahead. It's a 10-10 tie. And on the first play of that drive from the Minnesota 45, Spencer Petras threw a dime to Luke Lachey for 33 yards, all the way down to the 12-yard line of Minnesota. And then a couple of runs, nice runs by LaShawn Williams, two yards, seven yards. But they tried, Hawkeyes tried to run it again. I just wanted a quarterback sneak. It's third and one. Just push forward, get a yard, get two yards for a touchdown, whatever. But <laughs> it didn't happen. It was fourth and one. I guess they were at the Minnesota three-yard line then. And then there was more drama. The Hawkeyes line up to kick the field goal. He kicks it up. It's good. Crowd's going crazy. 
and then we realized that Kirk Ferentz called a timeout. We are just so confused. He called it a complete cluster uh, on the radio show afterwards. But I guess what happened, or I think what happened, was the Hawkeyes only had 10 guys out there on the field goal team. You know, there were some injuries. Uh, Laporta got injured in the first half and never came back. Monty Potabom got injured in the first half, never came back. So I think maybe somebody was injured that's normally on that field goal team and, and their backup forgot to go out there or something. Well, luckily the Hawkeyes did get the timeout in time, but that made things even more interesting. But Drew Stevens did drill a 21-yard field goal. It was a low kick, could have been blocked, but he got it over. It was towards the left upright, but it snuck in. And the Hawkeyes take the lead 13-10 to 10 with just 28 seconds left. And one other thing, I forgot. LaShawn Williams on third and one, he apparently lost the ball. I, it, they, they showed the replay over and over again, and his elbows were down, and maybe the ball came out after that. But it got really concerning. Again, you're watching this, and they're reviewing it to see if he fumbled the football. And they're showing different angles, and he's completely down. There's no way he's not down. Kirk Ferentz said that they had blown the whistle, too. And you can't even review a play when the whistle's been blown. It just seemed like there was everything going against the Hawkeyes in this game from the refs and, and all that. But oh, Minnesota did get one first down with 28 seconds left. But they were unable to do any damage, and the Hawkeyes took over for one quick play and kneel down to take the victory 13-10, to 10, eight in a row, 10 of 11 against the Golden Gophers, and that is just music to my ears. Just such a fun game. I mean, it was a stressful game. It wasn't a high-scoring game or anything like that, but, but it was fun to watch. And you knew it was a frigid day. Zero degrees at game time for the feels-like temperature with the wind chill. And a windy day. You saw in the kickoffs, the ball was getting, getting blown over quite a bit. So great for the Hawkeyes to get that win. Well, let's take a look at the stats here a little bit. Minnesota with 17 first downs. The Hawkeyes with 13. Iowa 3 of 11 on third downs. 1 of 1 on fourth down. Minnesota 7 of 16 on third downs. I think Minnesota was leading... The NCAA are close to that in third down efficiency this year. They were one of two on fourth down. But you can see why. They, they run the ball so well that on third down, they typically only have you know, one to four yards that they have to gain. They just don't go backwards very often, and they, they run the ball so well. Total yards, 280 for the Hawkeyes over their season average, so that's good against a really strong Minnesota defense. But they did it mostly in the air. Minnesota, 399 yards. The Hawkeyes, 221 passing. Minnesota, 87 yards passing. So both teams were kind of one-dimensional. The Hawkeyes passing the ball, Minnesota running the ball. Iowa rushed for just 59 yards. But they were able to, to you know, keep Minnesota honest there. I mean, they, they still kept running the ball, and they had some nice plays. Minnesota, 312 yards rushing on 50 attempts. The Hawkeyes had 20. 28 rushing attempts. In Minnesota, 35 yards or 35 minutes with the ball, time of possession, and the Hawkeyes just 25. Kind of interesting. You just don't see 
the Hawkeyes give up that many rushing yards. That's where when the Hawkeyes got up 10 to nothing, I figured we're just going to shut them down. Uh, their, their freshman quarterback, he was 7 of 15, 87 yards, had that really costly touchdown or interception at the end from Jack Campbell off the tip. Ibrahim, my goodness, 39 carries, 263 yards, a touchdown, that really costly fumble as well. He is going to be sore tomorrow. His long was 54 yards. And for the Hawkeyes, Spencer Petras, 15 of 24. That's 63% passing, not too bad there. 221 yards, averaged 9.2 yards a pass. And Caleb Johnson, 8 carries, 43 yards. Deshaun Williams, 11 for 38. Sam Laporta, as, as I mentioned, he got injured four catches for 95 yards before going out, dinged up. Hopefully he'll be back next week. I, I haven't heard anything about how serious that might be. But Luke Lachey became the next guy in, and he, he, he plays a lot, obviously, and catches passes, but he had five for 77 yards, including the big one set up that game-winning field goal. Brody Brecht, a couple of nice catches, 21 yards. Nico Regani, one catch for 11 yards. And man, he was just wide open down the sideline. Would have been a touchdown. And I think it was early fourth quarter, maybe. And Spence just overthrew him a little bit. He got his hands on the ball. I think if he would have, you know, maybe if he would have leaped forward, he could have caught it, but, but he would have probably kept his feet. But that would have been a a huge first down and a huge play if, if Spence could have just dropped it in there. I think he was gone all the way for a touchdown, so that would have been huge. Deontay Craig for the Hawkeyes recovered the huge fumble. He had a couple fumble, fumble recoveries in this game. And Jack Campbell led the team with 10 tackles. He had one quarterback hurry. He had the interception. Cooper DeGene, Quinn Schulte, Seth Benson, each with seven tackles. No sacks for the Hawkeyes. Now, Minnesota didn't pass the ball a whole lot. What did I say? 15 passing attempts in this game. But let's give the Hawkeyes offensive line some credit. They didn't have a, a whole lot of, of success running the ball, but just one sack in this game. And Spence uh, dropped back and, and threw the ball 24 times. So overall, pretty good game for the Hawkeyes. We'll just take the win, right? So there you have it. The Hawkeyes advanced to seven and four, five and three in the conference. Let's not forget the Hawkeyes were three and four four weeks ago. So that, that's a four-game winning streak. And if the Hawkeyes beat Nebraska this coming Saturday, the Hawkeyes will be going to Indianapolis to play the winner of the Ohio State Michigan game. And that's I mean that's it's concerning. What can the Hawkeyes do against Ohio State and and Michigan? But you never know. That's why they play the games. And you saw what Illinois almost did today. Or, or if you didn't, Illinois was was winning that game. It looked like they were maybe going to pull it out. But uh, the Wolverines got a field goal with about four minutes left. Stopped Illinois. Drove down again. Got another field goal. I believe it was 19-7 to for the final in that game. So that kept the Hawkeyes alive. If Illinois had won that game, they were going to be going to Indy to face either Michigan or Ohio State. Now it's up to the Hawkeyes. The Hawkeyes have to win. And Nebraska's been playing teams tough. I've noticed that. They played Wisconsin really tough. Wisconsin won by one. Uh, pretty much 
you know, they're not they're not as effective offensively as they had been, but it seems like they're they're doing a better job defensively. So it's going to be a huge game in Iowa City this coming Friday. It's it's the day after after Thanksgiving, the traditional Nebraska Iowa game in Kinnick Stadium. Wow, what a day! This was just a nail biter. The Hawkeyes came out to the early lead, ten to nothing, gave up ten unanswered, and then got the late three points with 28 seconds left in the game to take Floyd of Rosedale back home to Iowa City, where he belongs. 13 to 10. Our Iowa Hawkeyes got the win in heaven. There is no beer. That's why we drink it here. And go Hawks!